I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to monday.com. Last week, there was a lot of press coverage about the Trump administration's new block grant proposal for a portion of Medicaid. But there's another significant change to the way states pay for the program that experts say could have a much bigger impact. Today's episode of Just Healthcare Daily is all about that policy. It's Monday, February 3rd, and I'm Alex Olkin with Just Healthcare Daily, where you get the headlines and health business and policy news in under 10 minutes. If you like the podcast, please leave us a review. It helps other listeners find the show. During a press conference last Thursday, Centers for Medicare and Medicaid Services Administrator Seema Verma announced a new partial block grant-style waiver for the Affordable Care Act Medicaid expansion population. The optional program that caps federal funding is a significant change for the health insurance program that has been an open-ended federal match. But the other proposal that hasn't gotten as much attention is one that states and hospitals fear could be even more disruptive to the program that covers more than 70 million Americans. This would be a really big change for states. Ann Carl is a partner at policy advisory firm Manat Health, which advises state Medicaid agencies, health systems, and payers. She says stakeholders are really concerned about the Medicaid fiscal accountability regulation, which, according to a Manat analysis, is estimated to lead to cuts between 5.7 percent to nearly 8 percent of national Medicaid spending. Carl says hospitals will be particularly hard hit. For hospitals, uh, a big chunk of that, so 20 to $30 billion in, in uh, hospital cuts uh, nationwide, that's 12 to 17 percent um, reductions in funding. And of course, there's a lot of variation in states. So in some states, it could be even quite a bit bigger than that. These changes proposed in November would affect the intricate ways states finance their Medicaid programs, one of which is imposing new approval and reporting requirements around supplemental payments. Like the name suggests, these payments add to what the state pays providers, but they aren't tied to a specific medical service. And that has led various watchdog agencies to recommend more reporting and oversight. Instead of putting real substantive limits on the supplemental payments themselves, they said, we're going to put constraints on the financing mechanisms. I'm going to get to those financing mechanisms. But first, these supplemental payments add to the amount of state Medicaid spending that the federal government matches. A recent Government Accountability Office report found in 2017, $46 billion, or a quarter of federal government's Medicaid spending that year, was on supplemental payments. CMS said it needs to have more transparency and detailed reporting to exercise more oversight over these payments. Now to those financing mechanisms Carl mentioned. 
the new rules would limit how money is moved within states to pay for the supplemental payments, one of which is called intergovernmental transfers, a fancy way of saying moving money from cities, counties, or public hospitals to the state's Medicaid fund. One example that for me is particularly salient is around intergovernmental transfers. So for a long time, when you had a public provider who, so take like a state academic medical center, they were able to use their funds like commercial revenue that they got from delivering a a baby or, you know, removing someone's appendix. And once those dollars hit their bank account, they were considered public funds and they would use them to make an intergovernmental transfer. Under the rules, that's no longer the case. And this is going to have all sorts of weird impacts on how states decide to structure their public agencies and and state hospitals and how they manage their budgets uh, in ways that I think go beyond what CMS necessarily intended. The American Hospital Association says parts of the rules aren't legal and is urging CMS to withdraw the regulation. The association says the cuts could really limit access to care, since often these supplemental payments are lifelines for hospitals. As one Just Healthcare member said, these changes could be catastrophic, since that health system is in a non-Medicaid expansion state but treats a lot of Medicaid patients. Carl says rural and safety net hospitals would be particularly hard hit by the changes. One of the benefits of the supplemental payments, it's not just bringing reimbursement up across the board, but it's also this ability to target. And so in states where we see specific supplemental payments targeted at safety net providers, if those were to go away, either because CMS didn't approve them or because the financing that has traditionally supported those supplemental payments goes away, that would be a real issue for those safety net providers. One of the things that concerns Carl most about these rules is that they come just after CMS has lifted Obama-era rules about making sure Medicaid patients have access to care. So just at the time where CMS is going to have less insight into the access to services for the Medicaid population, they're also going to be creating an environment where funding for providers could drop off dramatically, which would have negative ramifications for access, but they'll have no way to really be able to evaluate that. And that, to me, is one of the most troubling elements of this rule, is that there could be these really sweeping impacts and yet a very limited ability to understand them. That was Ann Carl, a partner at the policy advisory firm Manat Health. The public comment period for the proposed rules closed Saturday. It's unclear when exactly the final rule would go into effect. Thanks for listening to Just Healthcare Daily. I'm Alex Olgan. You can check out more insights on healthcare business and policy news on JustHealthcare.com. Just Healthcare Daily is an independent production of Just Healthcare. A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods 
for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns.